0: Hello, my name is Lexi Davis. I'm a self-discovery coach, a yoga and meditation instructor, a love enthusiast, and a really playful human being. I serve people through my business, Alive to Enjoy, and this is Heart Snuggles, a holistic wellness podcast where I invite guests to drop into their heart space through authentic conversations and compassionate intentions, all in mini cuddly episodes, hoping that you connect to your truth in the most authentic version of yourself. I hope you enjoy. Welcome everyone to Heart Snuggles. We hope that you're having a good day and that you've found some things to be grateful for today and I brought this beautiful glowing guest so if you want to just give yourself a little intro.
1: Hello my name is Johanna. Um, I'm 30 years old and I live in Bali, Indonesia right now. Um, and I'm from the U.S. I grew up in a small town in New Jersey. I lived in a couple different parts of the country and settled in Venice Beach, California for seven years before I accidentally moving to Bali. Um, and yeah, I've been running a branding business for five years. I'm building brands for heart-centered entrepreneurs.
0: Magical. <laughs> so magical. And how did you end up creating this heart-centered business?
1: Yeah, so I you know, since I was 14 years old, I always just had this, like, excitement to work with small business owners, people who are pursuing their passions creatively. And um, so I, I worked with so many different people, like so many different jobs from like a sushi chef to like a photographer to art galleries and artists to fashion designers and like jewelry curators and all these things. And then um, after college, I, yeah, I worked for um, an art dealer and helped her establish a presence. And then I worked for an, an NGO and helped them establish their presence in the states. And then I worked for this hospitality company and helped them establish a presence. And so it was just like this common thread. At first, it felt really random, and I felt like, what am I doing? I'm, this is so scattered. But then, I, once I looked for the common thread, I saw actually how much sense it made. And like what I was drawn to and the way that I am, it all made made sense that I'm here to like help people establish their presence um, in the work that really lights them up and fulfills them in life. So uh, yeah, I was working a job I didn't like, and um, was just kind of started learning to build websites on the side for people. And then it just took off and I've been doing it ever since.
0: And how did you find the courage to leave that job that you didn't like? Because I find that people get stuck in that. They're like, well, you know, the comfort of it or whatever the excuses.
1: Yeah, it was interesting because um, the job was amazing. When I first entered the team, I was like on this creative team working on the branding side of things for this huge um, real estate investment firm. And we were doing student living, co-living and um, hostel style boutique hotels like all around the country. And then like, they basically just fired all of the creative side of the team and decided that they didn't want to do it in-house anymore because it was taking too long. They didn't have any patience for the process. And then they kept me on as like a leasing agent. So I was leasing out basically dormitories to students and the information that they were giving me was wrong. And anyway, I was miserable and it was so out of alignment for me and they ended up Um, so like I said, I was kind of doing things on the side and I had a boyfriend who was an entrepreneur, um, and he was building websites for people. So he was kind of gave me a lot of confidence in my own abilities to do it. Um, and I built a website for an astrologer friend and then she got on Jimmy Kimmel. And so that got attention. And then I had a contract out for a woman to help her. Like she was an art dealer and she had like, this so much inventory and created an online shop for her. But I had a contract out to her and then literally like I had a meeting with her to close the deal on a Monday, but on a Friday I got fired from my job very unexpectedly because they brought in some guy who has 10 years of experience more than me. And they were like, okay, you're being replaced. I was like, what? And then I closed the contract on Monday and got like a $15,000 signing deal on that. And I was like, okay, I'm in business now. So it was, it was really like baptism by fire (laughs) and I didn't really have a choice. I
0: love that though. Like it was so aligned and so meant to be. And so what's your favorite part about doing what you do now? I
1: sometimes have these moments when I'm speaking with people who are so aligned and so in their purpose. And I, I feel like I'm channeling. I'm like, channeling guidance to them. And I get tears in my eyes because I see their potential and feel their power so deeply. And that's what lights me up the most.
0: That's beautiful. That's heart snugglies for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And so how do you help someone that's just starting like um, define their brand?
1: It's, it's funny because I feel like no matter where you are in the process, if you're just starting out or you've been in business for a couple of years, like um, m- pretty much like 90% of people could use some spaciousness to recenter themselves within their own true essence and energy and do things from a place of like deep self-knowing and like deep self-love. And oftentimes start doing the business and be like, oh yeah, like I can do this for money. So I'm gonna do it this way. And I see other people modeling it to me and this is how it's done. And then we're going along and along and it ends up being exhausting because we're working in a paradigm that isn't really like conducive for self-care and for um, time and space. You know, It's a lot of the conditioning that we've had um, from schooling and the working world. And so it's just kind of deprogramming all of that and just coming back to a place of your center. So that's the first step.
0: That's amazing. It's so true. Like I, for sure, I, I just started my business without, like, you know, I didn't have any of the business backgrounds. I was like, I don't have a brand. I don't have anything. I'm just going for it. And so um, it is, it's so interesting that part. And the brand like does mean so much. And often people who are running their own businesses don't even understand themselves. So that then like you were saying, like to their, their own powers and potentials and that's so beautiful that you can like pull that out and extract and just see it so clearly in people
1: yeah yeah and I I love that you started kind of going for things without really knowing what you're doing because oftentimes that's when we're the most creative and we can we can really like establish a new a new way of being that's really true to ourselves
0: yes and so how did you help like find your truest version of yourself
1: you know, it's been, like, an ever-unfolding story. I don't think that that ever, that journey ever stops, because we're constantly evolving, um, but I feel really great right now, to be honest with you. Like, it has been, oh my god, it's such an incredible time here in Bali. I was, I, like, I thought I had it all figured out when I came here. <laughs> I was, like, you know, doing five figure months and I was working with like really high profile people. And I was just like, I am awesome. I've got, I've got it going on and I'm just going to keep building. And, um, I basically came here and went to yoga teacher training and my meditation teacher was a monk and from India became really close with him. Then lockdown happened and he couldn't go back to India. I didn't want to go back to the U S we ended up locking down here, creating this little meditation community in Ubud like in the jungle and um, I basically ended up leaving my job which I never thought I would do I shut down that company and I just like meditated and painted and wrote and went for long walks and slept and detoxed for like eight months or nine months and that was so much space that I never thought that I would have the time to give myself. And when I did, it just created so much of an opening internally for me, where I I established Elevate Studio. And it's very, very similar to what I was doing before, but it's also completely different in the way that I'm approaching things of like putting my energy first always.
0: Yes, put your energy first. It's like, yes, I love love that I'm trying to promote that so much more. So what does it mean to you to like, put your energy first because we hear this saying a lot and then I feel like when I first was starting this word I'm like what does that even mean you know so how does that look for you.
1: Yeah, you know it's it's been interesting because I can be a bit of a workaholic. Um, these workaholic tendencies and I'm so passionate about what I do and you know when you have your own business it's never ending the amount of work that you can do so I'll just kind of get into these modes where I'm like in this intense work portal and I just like live and breathe it and I also like will paint and do yoga during the day and I'll like dance around with some Palo Santo and I'm like I am so balanced but then <laughs> I'm working like 10 or 12 hours a day which isn't really balanced and um um yeah, basically what's been happening is like ev- every month, basically I keep getting sick. I was like full steam ahead, gonna create this, creating this group program. We had launched one live in Bali in the spring and then we were, I was gonna take it online and then um, with with a partner and then I got COVID. And then I realized that I didn't wanna do it with the partner, I had to do it on my own because that was like my actual, the, the path that I needed to take. Um, and saw all the ways that I was relying on him for things that he has that I need to step into. So it was almost like, you know, he's a performer and he's a musician and he's so comfortable being on stage and hosting circles. And I've kind of been in the background and I realized that he was holding that key that I need to grow into. And if we do it together, then I wouldn't grow into that. Um, So that, that was one iteration. So then I was like, you know, I got better and I started moving full steam ahead with this group program um, for women, guiding them on how to create an online presence that's really in line with their true essence. And it feels amazing. And it was like, it happened so seamlessly and it was just like pouring out of me and I was so excited. And then I got salmonella poisoning at a vegan restaurant. Just like, I literally used to eat mountains of cookie dough. It's hilarious that I got it at a vegan restaurant. Um, (laughs) Oh my God. And um, anyways, I was sick again. And then I realized that I had been putting so much pressure on this program to, you know, get like 20 to 40 people in. And I was all about these different goal oriented and it was very masculine. And then when I got sick, I was like, wait, I've been pushing myself so hard I've been making myself stressed out by these own goals that I'm putting in that actually aren't really in alignment with what I'm creating. And I would be so over the moon happy to just get eight incredible aligned heart-centered women in the program to really go deep with them instead of trying to like use these marketing tactics to get 40 people, which isn't even true for me. And so that was another, another iteration of this, like, sacred pause that has been continuing to unfold and i'm managing my my energy better now to slow down and to let myself rest when i need to rest instead of getting another cappuccino and it's been it's been really good it's still it's still a process i feel
0: you on all of that yeah it's it's crazy like first off i'm a cookie monster as well so <laughs> cookie dough is my favorite thing but yeah it's it's so interesting how like you know, when you actually are open to those things that happen, those challenges as signs, it's like, oh, wait, I'm, I keep getting sick because I'm not, you know, honoring my truth and because I'm not honoring my energy and all these things. And you start to, you know, like when you can step back and look like, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, this is what this is bringing me. And it's not that I'm failing. It's not that I'm, you know, and all these stories we attach to. And so it's really, I'm so proud of you for being able to do that and see that in yourself.
1: Thank you. And what's really interesting is the sickness. Like I don't want to dwell on it, but it's so present for me because it's just happened twice in the last eight weeks. But um, it's been something that I've actually been managing for years. But I was never even fully in tune with because I was operating in such masculine ways that I kept running myself down and burning myself out. And like every doctor, you know, I have like a naturopathic doctor, Chinese medicine, and some healers and meditation teacher, and um, when I speak to people about what I'm experiencing, it's literally all about emotional processing. It's like, if you don't process your emotions, you will physically get sick. And so I'm really like committed to doing that. And it's so fun. I get to like pick up a paintbrush and a canvas with no agenda. And that feels great. Mm.
0: Yeah. It's, I've been, something I've learned over the years too like through the self-discovery work is everything is truly the root of everything is emotional and um and it's like so many times I'm trying to think my way out of emotions and it's like that's not you can't do it that way it's like move it through the body move it through your hands move it through creativity and so that's so beautiful and I think that another piece that you said too is just like having no agenda like creating non-performatively like just creating for yourself and like not to show it off, even though, like we often do in some essence, but like it taking off that need for it to be perfect or be something else than just creativity.
1: Yeah, I think like I love that I love that you said that because I think that the most important thing for us as humans is to like embrace the fact that we are naturally creative beings. There's not like a creative type, and I'm not creative or I can't do that. It's literally all just about surrendering and showing up. yeah. And that's it. like, there doesn't need to be a plan. You don't need to sell that. People are like, oh, are you gonna sell your paintings? I'm like, I don't know, like, maybe not. I just do it because I like it. And um, I think that that is the biggest crusher of creativity is being in the school system and it having to be something that creates monetary value in the planet it's like creating just to create is the ultimate form of creation Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and school too just like grading you on your performance of creativity like I I never thought I was a creative because in school I was the one that you know my art was never the best or whatever the best means but you know like to those standards and so I never named myself as creative and everyone else was creative and I wasn't and I lived in that story until I Like you just said, realize like we all are creative and that narrative is so sad when people think that they're not creative. I'm like, you are, there's so, creativity looks so different for everyone. And like, it's in you, like it's in all of us. And it's such an important part to tap into because it's like how you manifest, like, you know, it's just how you express yourself.
1: Yeah, and for anyone who's listening out there, if you are someone who sees another artist and it triggers you, like in any way that you've got to create, like you absolutely have to create as much as you possibly can, because that's just a sign telling you that that's an unfulfilled area in yourself. And I used to feel that all the time. And now that, that those emotions are not present anymore, it's like, it feels really good. They are present sometimes, but I'm, I see jealousy more as a sign of like, oh, go that way. Like embody that, integrate that within yourself. That's an unexpressed part of myself that really wants to be expressed.
0: Yes, 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 yes. That I love to live that way too. It's like you see something in someone's like how can I become that? You know, instead of just thinking that they they have, it and you can't. It's like no. How can I become that? And and yeah, noticing. That. I love that you said that too. It's everything's reflection. Like if you're anything you're feeling, like bring it inwards.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. And like, you know, if you, you're someone who sees like the collective consciousness and believes in like, we are all one, like we are all one with this planet and we're like one huge living, breathing organism. And if there's something that you see and you desire that it's because there's a piece of that in you, it's like a seed in you. And if you nurture it and you give energy to it and you focus on it and you show up for it, then it will definitely blossom in time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I, I, uh, it makes me so happy to, these, those affirmations, you know, it's just like we need to keep reminding ourselves of those beautiful truths. It's like, that is the truth. The truth isn't the fear and the, all the yucky, mucky, shadowy stuff that we like to attach to more. It's like, that is the truth and you get to water what you want to water. And yeah, so thank you for reminding everyone of that. And something that you mentioned to me that is that challenge you're moving through is deciphering distraction versus synchronicity. So I'd love for you to explain that
1: a little bit. Yes, that was something that came up like last week really strongly of distraction versus synchronicity. And I think it's really important to have an understanding around this because Then we can confuse distractions for synchronicities and then get thrown off of our main focus. So first, it's really important to understand what is your main area of focus? What are you deeply committed to in your life? So for me, that's, you know, Elevate Studio and the work that I'm doing with women through that. And then number two would be my painting practice. Number three would be like my my health, and wellness, which includes like food and, um, and also like physical activities, including like yoga, surfing, hit workout, um, and walks. And so if I'm looking at these as my main areas of focus, then other things can be distractions. And in wellness also lies breath work. So this is a really good example of a distraction. Um, I, <laughs> I had a call with a psychic a couple of weeks ago. And she was like, breathwork is a huge part of your life. Like you really got to pay attention to it. And, um, and then right after I texted my friend who just finished a breathwork training and I was like, Oh, like, yeah, like breathwork, this is so great. And then he immediately sent me that there's one spot left in like the best breathwork training on the planet, which is in Bali. It's like incredible what they do. I've been going to their circle for a couple months and what's it called? it's called breathwork Bali, mm. And so he sends me an invitation to be in this program. There's one spot left and it's really expensive. The dates are exactly the same dates as, um, when my group program is launching and I would have to go to this town, Chenggu, which I'm, I, my heart doesn't resonate with that place anymore. I lived there for six months, but I'm, I've kind of moved on and so when I really looked at it and felt into it, I was getting so distracted by the idea and like trying to rearrange my entire schedule to make this breathwork training happen when actually I don't need to do that. There's, I know some breathwork trainers here in Ubud, you know, I like could get a private breathwork session. I can go to this breathwork immersion on the weekend. there's so many other options of what I could do, but I got really distracted, honestly, of like mentally it took up a lot of mental space of me like rearranging my life to make this training happen when because it felt so synchronistic right it was like it all happened so fast but it was actually just in this case a distraction that i needed to ground back into what my real focus is and get that clarity of like okay this actually doesn't this isn't in alignment with my focus of what i'm really really here to create right now and maybe in the future that will change and I'll be able to do that same training or, or maybe not, but help me get clear on that. I actually am committed to doing breath work on a weekly basis now. So I can do that in many other ways.
0: I, wow. Yes. I've been going through that too. And it's, I love how you said that. It's so sneaky. It's so sneaky that synchronicities versus distraction. And I battle with that all the time. Cause I'm like, holy moly, I am so magnetic. I see like I, you know, I attract things so effortless. They sound like this is meant to be. Since I'm attracting it, it's meant to be, it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And yeah, but it's like, what are my values? What is my truth? Like, what am I super passionate about right now? And remembering that we're human, we can't do it all is like the hardest thing. It's so easy to want to tap back into that masculine, like do more. Let's do everything, you know?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it like, in some ways it's made me afraid of my own magnetism hmm. because like we are so magnetic and then it's like no there's too much coming my way there's too many blessings I don't want to I'm like I'm afraid but it's like if we have this staying power and we continue to come back to like what are our what is our main focus in our life right now then no amount of the magnetism is just such a gift because you know when to say no mm-hmm.
0: yeah and that like moving out the scarcity mindset of like if I don't take this doesn't mean I'll never come again. Or that, you know, yeah. Cause I often think that I'm like, this is my only shot. <laughs> like if I don't take it now, then... but it's never true. Never, ever, ever true.
1: Totally. It was like, when am I going to be in Bali? This is the best breathwork teacher in the world. You know, like this is a really, it's like a world renowned program. And so it was extremely alluring.
0: Yeah. And,
1: but yeah, it's just not, not okay. in the cards. Wow, and that's okay
0: if someone is listening and they're like noticing like having some light bulbs about this what is some way that you would help guide them to to feel into if it's the right choice or not I guess what would you how would you do that for yourself
1: the first thing is to actually get massive clarity on like what your vision is and what it is that you want And it's okay to be a blurry vision. It doesn't need to be in crystal clear focus. You know, you can have an idea of what you're moving towards. Um, So it's like casting a blurry vision and then looking at what tools and resources you have right now and like, what are you the most passionate about right now? So what I think is really important is to like, sometimes people are like, oh, I'm really passionate about singing, so I'm going to become a singer and that will be my life now but it's not realistic because it's like you haven't been practicing singing every single day for 10 years, but you have been practicing um, marketing. So you know you can, you can be a copywriter and maybe you can, you can change your copywriting that's more in alignment with what you're actually enjoying right now, which is writing about music and art. Um, so there are, like, it's basically like getting really rooted in like, what are your passions And if you don't know, think about what what lights you up, what makes you excited, what did you love doing when you were a kid that you probably didn't think that you were good enough to do professionally, so you left it behind, start doing that every day. Um, And then on the other side, it's like, what have you been able to do to make money in your life? You know, because we still do need to make a living. Um, And how can you you begin to merge those two things together so that you can start moving in the direction more of, of, living your passions every single day and doing things that you really genuinely enjoy. And yeah, so just my, my recommendation would be to create like a really sacred space in the corner of your room where you can have peace and clarity. So maybe it's just like, you know, a yoga mat, meditation cushion, maybe you put up a couple pictures that you like, or maybe you have like some rocks or crystals or like, a flower, or thing like a seashell, or whatever things that you collect that just you really love, um, and just put them in that little area, and just sit there in stillness and in silence with yourself every day for as long as you can, even if it's only five minutes before bed, five minutes in the morning, that's okay, and just get connected with you, and then start writing about those things in a, in a journal. And that's a really good place to start.
0: Beautiful. I love, I love that. And it's, yeah, that's such a great remembrance too. It's like, okay, you get so excited about what you want to do. but It's like, is that, yeah, you, you still, we have to live in this 3D world and we have to pay bills and we have to make money. So you can't hop full feet into it. You know, you need to have that safety net. So, and then, like you said, it'll just line up and uh, you'll be able to do that big thing that you really want to do one day.
1: Yeah, for sure. And and just, just so you know, like right now I'm keeping my painting completely separate. I'm not trying to paint things that I can make money on. That's not, the painting is just pure creative expression. So there's some things that are sacred that need to be left for pure creative expression. Mm. But I have, I do love graphic design and designing on the computer and I can make money doing that, you know, and doing branding and I love that. So there are ways, and I also love art directing photo shoots and I can make money doing that. So that's, that's a place where there's like a convergence of this creativity in the business. Um, so it's like looking for pockets like that, but don't give up that pure creation because something is happening, even though it doesn't seem like anything's happening and it seems really frivolous and you're writing shitty poetry and you're making terrible paintings and your voice does not sound good. Don't worry, it will grow into something. And if you love it, then just keep doing it. Mm,
0: yes facts 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 I've always wanted I love dancing I think dancing is like always one of my favorite things as a kid and I've also loved singing but I was always told oh your voice is not good so I never sang and over the past two years um one of my yoga teachers helped us with this but of sharing my voice my voice is gotten better I mean I would still like I wouldn't say I'm you know I'm gonna go record a song or anything here soon but like it's gotten better and it's because I practice every day and sometimes I'll sing in front of people they're like oh your voice is nice I'm like well you wouldn't have said that five years ago so it just takes that like let go of those stories and just start to let your voice you know whatever that thing is to start to do it and uh, yeah it'll it'll get better as with everything with practice
1: absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah Absolutely. And I think one thing is people are like, Oh, I'm too old to start. But if you said that five years ago, you'd be in the same place. Now you'd still be five years older, but now you have a beautiful voice. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the beautiful voice that you feel confident with. Yes, Agreed. You're never too old. It's never too late. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Those stories are false. <laughs> false. <laughs> so false. Mm-hmm.
1: And life is long. You know, I think people are always saying, oh, life is short, but it's like, you know, I'm 30. In 30 years, I'll be 60. And then I might have another 20 or 30 years on top of that. So, you know, it's a really long road. Yeah. (laughs) So like, why not do what you love?
0: Yeah. And the amount I do in just a year is insanity. So, I mean, not that you should, not that you have to do as much as I do or whatever, but like, yeah, you can change and shift so much. Like, you just reflect back on the past year or two years, like look at who you were back then. And if you haven't changed and like, maybe look at why you haven't made progress and like how you can start growing because um, yeah, like you said, there's no, time is an illusion.
1: <laughs> time is an illusion and anxiety is just telling you to change. Mm-hmm. It's just saying, hey, hey, we need to do some things differently. Yes. You know, those little voices are, really important to guiding you into your creativity mm. essentially
0: mm. yes yeah. thank you so much I want to ask you the question of the podcast which is what was the last random act of kindness someone did for you
1: oh my god um well I there's honestly so many that I can't even I can't even really like comprehend but the the one that's sticking out the most right now is that um, my friend my friend got me a harp <gasps> it's me like in the rain at night in the jungle and I was so not expecting it because I always wanted a harp and I was trying to find one online by the way you guys I'm not a good singer and I literally don't I'm not good at music <laughs> but I love it I love to sing and um She knew that I wanted a harp and I was trying to find one online, but I couldn't. And she found one and she gifted it to me. And now I'm going to start taking harp lessons. So I'm really excited about that.
0: Wow. That is beautiful. And what a whole magical scenario too.
1: Yeah, it was so sweet sweet and extremely kind and generous and thoughtful.
0: Beautiful. Well, you obviously been doing a lot of good things, so you- deserve that (laughs) um and now i'd love for you to share if anyone wants to work with you what you're offering and how they can find you
1: yeah so you can find me on instagram um at johanna von m you can also find me on my website it's elevatecreativestudio.com um that's where all my offerings are so we're doing a group program um basically going to be taking about eight to 15 women on for a three month long journey where we're going to really connect in with our true essence create a brand book which is basically like your focus like what are you really really focused on right now what do you love what's your authentic voice what is the most authentic expression of you so that you can stay rooted in that focus as you move forward in whatever endeavors you're pursuing right now um so we're gonna be creating that. We're gonna be creating aligned offerings so that you you know what to offer and how to offer it in a way that's like really true for you. That's not gonna put you into stress, anxiety, or overwhelm, and that will help really make a solid foundation and living for you. And then the third area is um, the website. So we've created some design platforms and tutorial videos of how to how to create a really beautiful online presence and how to, how to really describe that. And if you already have a website, it's a great way to tune up your website as well. And if you're just starting out, it's a, the best foundational thing that you could have, like period. I really believe that. Uh-huh. Um, and then the other one is I'm doing brand journeys. So I'm, I'm only taking on um, two people a quarter um, to go into like a deep dive brand journey. Um, and then I'm doing um, dream clarity coaching. So that's if you're like working in a career and you just feel like you're not aligned with that career and you really want to get really need that that one-on-one support to get that clarity that you need to align your passions with where you are now to drive towards your vision it's um it's like a full coaching process around that
0: magic look at all that light you're putting in the world so amazing
1: I love it so much and I'm just really excited to work with people who um who are in their hearts and who are really genuine and really committed in whatever way to just getting to know themselves like really truly getting to know themselves and pursuing a life of, of love mm-hmm. essentially like bringing more love frequency on the planet yeah like maybe that sounds mushy to you maybe I've been living in Bali for too long but it's it's really true you know it's really true I think that the pursuit of being love of fully embodying love is like that's what I'm here for
0: (laughs) well that's my mission and my business to elevate the frequency of love on this world like I feel you on that and and we have our own expressions of doing that and I think it's it's so great so I don't care if it's too mushy I love it
1: <laughs> it's so mushy it's real it's like that's what the world needs right now that's what the planet really needs to heal
0: yes more love is not this all this fear is like driving me insane I'm like we are hurting ourselves so much so yes yeah. keep spreading that love honey
1: <laughs> you're doing Thanks. such a good job and yeah I just really see your commitment to it and like your full embodiment of love and just yeah thank you so much for creating this work it's really important
0: thank you thanks again for being on here